then the disciple comes back with this kind of long, drawn-out answer. John probably was fairly discouraged because he had baptized Jesus and it apparently had been some months. And he had a very clear image of who Jesus should be if he is truly the Messiah. And I think that uh, it's important for us to note that in Matthew's Gospel, John is the first one to recognize Jesus as the Messiah. Look, he shouted to the crowd, the Lamb of God takes away the sin of the world. He is the one. Jesus is the one, not me. And I think that as he was there in, in prison, John, the one who had been the baptizer, we call him that because of baptizing Jesus in his ministry of baptizing, John became the doubter. And his declarative statement, he is the one, became a question, are you the one? I think that John had his hopes dashed because his hope for a Messiah was very different from what he saw in Jesus. As John described what the Messiah would be, he would see, John, he would see Jesus as the fulfillment of centuries of waiting for the one who would come bringing judgment and bringing power, and perhaps even enough power to overthrow the Roman government that was oppressing So John is discouraged. John just doesn't understand who this would be. In some ways, I think that uh, we suffer from the same kind of uh, doubt. The church hasn't been very good about accepting doubt as a part of our spiritual life, a part of our spiritual journey. And I think doubt is very much a part of all of our spiritual lives. There are times when we truly doubt. And to be able to express that is very important, I think, because it's one way that we can be honest with God about where we're at in our relationship with God. So John is a doubter at this point, and wondering, could Jesus in fact be the one? I believe that Jesus was inviting John and inviting us to see that what the Messiah was doing was something very different than we might expect. And I think that also goes to what we might expect of God in our relationship with God. Jesus was inviting John to see the kingdom, to see what was happening all around Jesus. It was as though Jesus was saying, look, John, just look. Look at what's going on. You think this might be what the Messiah is about? About bringing about the kingdom of God right here, right now. Well, we too, unfortunately, can miss the kingdom right in our midst. And I've often thought that uh, we get glimpses of it, but we can so easily fall into the trap believing that nothing has changed, the reign of God does not exist, because for centuries, centuries on centuries, wars continue, injustice continues, violence and evil is prevalent. And we wonder, is it possible that the reign of God actually be present? Could the kingdom actually be in? Well, what I would suggest to you this morning is that I think we have to open our eyes and see the possibility for the kingdom to be present in the kindness and in the goodness of the people we know and in the world in which we live and in our communities and in our 
gift that is to those who receive perhaps no other gift. And that is the kingdom of God. That is Christ working through the body of Christ, the church. It is Christ working through you. So my hope today is that as we find ourselves in the midst of all of this uh, hoopla about getting ready for Christmas, and as our expectations continue to get higher and higher about what that must be, that we not forget that we are preparing to celebrate the Incarnation, God with us, Emmanuel. And we're also preparing our eyes and our heart to see the presence of the kingdom 
St. Mary's Church Constable, St. Paul's Church Bedford, the Church Home Society, Ministries to the Aging, and the Bishop Search Process. For the Church throughout the world and the faithful in every place, let us pray to the Lord. For Catherine, our presiding bishop, Tom, Gail, Tom and Gail, our bishops, our Tony and Bethany, our priests, for Rob, Maureen, Judy, Janet, and Spencer, our priest associates, for all bishops and all those who minister in Christ, and for all the holy people of God, let us pray to the Lord. We pray for the Rother President and Devala Governor, for the leaders of the nations and all of authority. Let us pray to the Lord. For justice, peace, and freedom among peoples of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. We pray especially for Father Andrews, Tim, Sophie, Donald, Deborah, Marilyn. Nancy, Mark, Neil, Bruce, Spencer, Benny, Kimberly, Dick, the Carrie family, Ben, Elisha, Hannah, I, I can't even swear that name, it's, it's all with age, so. Hannah, Nan, Helen, Don, Mr. Olga, Reverend Stephen, Don, Ed, Mary Lou, AJ, Barbara, Bishop Tom, Annie, Richard, Reuben, Jim, Molly, Raj, Jerry, Pat, Jacqueline, Kathy, Elizabeth, Blam, Edie, AD, Liz, those without jobs, those serving in the military, and all who work for peace. For the sick and the suffering, for the hungry and oppressed, and for those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. We pray for those who have perished in wars and for all those who have died in natural disasters. We pray especially for those who died in the Sandy Hook shootings in we pray for the repose of the souls of Elsie, for Emily Horvath, mother of Chasborough, for Irene Akitas and for Harris Akitas, sister-in-law and brother-in-law of Bess Akitas, and aunt and uncle of Martha, John, Sarah, and Livingstone, and for Wilda Petty, <coughs> grandmother of Ron and Clover, are there others? For the dying and those who have died, let us pray to the Lord. For our deliverance of all, from all affliction, strife, and pain, let us pray to the Lord. We pray that an awareness of your presence is with us as we prepare to build the new parish house. Let us prayerfully listen to the Holy Spirit as we create a space to better minister to the needs of our community. We give thanks for the baptism of Mildred Tyson, granddaughter of Duke Tyson, the King of 
joining our forces with all the saints and angels of God, let us commend ourselves and one another to the living God through Jesus Christ. Let us pray to the Lord.
to attend our concert, our Christmas Eve holiday concert next Saturday here at Trinity at 3 o'clock. The centerpiece of the concert is a piece by Valdary
moon and stars, earth, winds, and waters, and every living thing. You made us in your image and taught us to walk in your ways, but we rebelled against you and wandered far away. And yet, as a mother cares for her children, you would not forget us. Time and again, you called us to live in the fullness of your love. So this day, we join the saints and angels in the chorus of praise that reigns through eternity, lifting our voices to magnify you as a
Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us.